1: Welcome to another episode of Can Dare, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I'm Jeremy Collie. And I'm Jake Runyon. And we're doing one of our trademark What If episodes this week, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to be talking about
0: what if... How do we, how do we put this, Jake? What I'd if say, magic was real? Yeah. yeah. Just say it like it is. What it says on the ten. What if magic was real? Something that... Every living human has thought about at one time, mm-hmm. or possibly still thinks, depending yeah, on your I would definition say still, of magic. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. We haven't Absolutely. done a what if in a little while. I right know now. it's
0: there's kind of a kind of a void there. These yeah. what ifs they're there's something... I dig them. I really like Yeah, them. yeah. I the freeform the nature. Too. There's like just the ghost of an outline to handle, and it, right. everything just comes together really nice. That it does. Yeah. That it does. But uh, before we do that, uh, Jake, where can these people find us? I'll tell you where they can find us, Jeremy. Are all of our fine social networking outlets, such as Twitter, where we go by at AirPod and Instagram, where we are at Canned underscore Hair. And furthermore, if you like the content we provide, and you should, because we do, and we do it well, no arrogance, just confidence You can head on down to Patreon Throw a couple of bucks a month our way Goes a long, long way, further than you'd think And if you hit that $5 or more a month mark You have access to the Founders Club Patreon-only exclusive podcast
1: That you do, that you do It's a catalog that's uh, that keeps growing month right. by month And uh, what, we are, we are six months in now? We sure are, man yeah, it's weird to think about. Not only those six episodes, but the Candare uh, fantasy fight you'll get as well. So a lot of listening in there for uh, for a little bit of money. Absolutely. And uh, what else we have? Our live
0: show. Oh, uh, my God, how could I forget? The uh, oh, because I'm terrified. That's why. <laughs> That's right. Pushing are, it. Out of are you head. really? No, but I'm getting a little more nervous the closer we get. Ditto, dude. Yeah. Same
1: here. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, um, what is it? May twelfth. That it is. At uh, it's been moved. The time slot has been moved to two in the afternoon. Two. Qu- yeah, blah, blah, two o'clock, two p.m.
0: So if you were coming to see your boys, uh, yeah, you have to come a little bit earlier. I'm afraid. Indeed. Go to our website, check out our contacts mm-hmm. page if you want to reach us, promote your material. Uh, we've got a special guest page with all of our most interesting and prestigious guests. Not that we don't love all of our guests. And you can see the archive of all of our episodes available for free. Wow, what a value!
1: And one thing I uh, still want to put out there is I still want to hear those Indeed. strange uh, stories, those those mind-boggling stories, experiences that you've had, any kind of experience that just, any story that just leaves yep. you thinking, what
0: happened? What? what
1: the hell was that? That was weird. That was strange. I want to hear those stories. I'm trying to uh, start another show where we... Uh, talk with people about their experiences and uh, I don't know am, am I selling this good enough absolutely is there, is there I mean it's, I it's be pretty saying?
0: straightforward you know if you had yeah. a a strange event that's happened to you something inexplicable you know something I've, I've that makes people, you wonder
1: yeah ask like well does that have to be something paranormal no. it can be doesn't have to be Yeah, it can be whatever just as long as when that story's over you're like that's weird, weird. so if you have one of those stories and uh, would like to be on the show uh, just go to candarepodcast.com Go to the contact us uh, link there and you can uh, send us a message or just send us an email at candarepodcast at gmail.com uh, or reach out to us on social media. Sure. Yeah, you can get a hold of us
0: pretty easily. Okay? You have no end of ways to get our mm-hmm. attention. Because believe us, we're looking for it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not We're not too important to check our Twitter feed. That we are, Jake. Or aren't, rather. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, with that behind us, let's just get to the topic Ooh. at hand. What if magic was real what implications would it have on the world
0: where do we start jake i think what we do with these what ifs is we usually kind of lay out some ground rules at the start Mm -hmm. so magic meaning like through strange otherworldly means forcing things to behave in a manner they're not supposed to right yeah lifting objects shooting lightning out of your hands levitation
1: and you know maybe i am incorrect about this but before we started uh This episode We were kind of talking about What kind of magic Are we talking the occult Are we talking like Doctor Strange Like sorcery Kind of stuff And I I really don't think It would matter If we settled on One or the other I think the conversation Is going to be kind of All encompassing Yeah I would think. Oh, sure. But um, I guess there's only one way to find out. Let's just have Let's the conversation. Let's jump and see. right in. So, um, what was the first thing that came to your mind? Well,
0: what? I was thinking the the really cool thing about the idea of magic is it's one of those totally universal things. It mm-hmm. it's, it says something interesting about the human condition that every culture, you go back far enough, or even to this day, you know, different different traditions and such have survived that suggest a we're scared of the unknown. B, we want to attribute a reason these things are happening. C, terrible stuff happens and we want to blame someone, right? Mm-hmm. Disease, bad crops, horrible weather, etc. And we all think to ourselves, it's evil. You know, so every culture has this, this idea of like there are witches or mm-hmm. demons or you've got to protect yourself. You need to perform this ritual, grind up this herb, drink this water, etc. And uh, it, it's really something that's, that's global. Oh yeah. Doesn't matter if you're from Eastern Europe, the Middle East, South America. Everybody, every culture has at one point believed that out there there are practitioners of magic who can heal or harm you depending on, you know, their whim. So So I think it's it's a this very unifying thing and everywhere you go people talk about protection from magic. So I think right off the bat, the human attitude toward magic is that it's dangerous. Even in settings like, you know, you think of the movie Doctor Strange and stuff. By the end, what are they talking about? Too many sorcerers. You know, there's always this idea that it's this super volatile thing that can only be entrusted to certain people. Sure. And I would
1: think that um, that's a good place to start out. I think that would have to be a must. Yeah. Because how could you ever have any kind of society, societal order? You know what I mean? Sure.
0: If everybody has the potential to become Merlin, uh, there will be no governmental control, you know.
1: And um, kind of going to like the realm of Harry Potter, you know, it was yeah. something that would probably have to be taught to you. Sure. Um, I mean, with the internet, though, I'm sure you you could it's, learn spells It's weird spells because and shit that's
0: out. not really been covered in no. in media. We haven't talked about like you know learning magic online, and there are a hundred places you could do that today. People would say, do the following things in the following oh, ways, sure. and such and such will happen depends on whether you believe in that sort of thing or not, but we're here to say, you know, unequivocally, if you draw a circle of salt and burn a robin's feather inside, it will conjure the ghost of such and such. You know, like, magic is tangible. Right. So who gets to use it? I mean, the Catholic Church, the priesthood is this huge, multi-layered, structured thing. That's just for uh, religious beliefs. That's for the dissemination of religious knowledge. It doesn't even necessarily correlate to direct power, you know? So it it
1: would have to be something that's, you know, obviously been kept in practice for many years. So there's going to be a basic level knowledge that, you know, you probably inherently know or that you're taught, you know, in school, like high school, just as a. I don't know, like basic necessities. There would have to, to be an awareness, you know, something like that. But they give you the
0: little, the little parlor tricks to you know fix your glasses or clean a table or whatever, right? Standard yeah. stuff.
1: I would imagine the like FBI and the police oh, would have better access to better spells and uh, stuff like that. Sure, there would have help to be keep the
0: order, a, a government-sanctioned bureau of spell casting. You right. know, someone who who both has access to the material maybe the public isn't allowed to mm-hmm. learn and has special dispensation to use that where they see fit.
1: You know, which implies that, you know, Big Brother, the government, you oh, know, man. is uh, like everything else, just kind <laughs> of controlling our uh, our knowledge, what we can and
0: can't do. And you'd have to imagine in a world of magic where you can...
1: But it, it's almost, it's like for the better, though. I mean, if everyone's running around casting spells, because how could you thing. ever... It's- Pin a
0: murder on somebody when you can change the past, alter people's memories. Yeah, like, to be there. The, a, a spell doesn't have fingerprints on no, it. You know? No, like
1: how do you how do you connect it back to that person?
0: There would have to be a, a, a whole group, I would say, of magically inclined people who have developed ways to do that. You know, I, I think it would be like any other. Sort of like the technological arms race. You develop a weapon, someone develops defense, you develop a counter-defense, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. You know, think, think of the Cold War. Right. You'd have to have that kind of thing, pre- assuming there's, there's some way to develop new forms of magic or something. But you wouldn't want your freedoms infringed upon. But at the same time, you'd want somebody stopping mad necromancers from taking over sure. the country. You know? Sure. So where's the balance in that?
1: So, uh, what about, like, uh, guns? Do you think you'd see, like, you think guns would be as,
0: uh, I don't know, hot button or as popular as they are? This is something I've often thought of. Like, let's take Harry Potter, for instance, just because it's an easy, like, accessible point of reference Mm -hmm. here. They've got, like, one spell that outright kills somebody. It's their little green energy blast, Avada, because something or another, I, I don't know how it goes. But... Like, that's, that's how they kill each other. And if you do that, oh, it's a big deal. You know, it's serious. Right. Like, when the chips are down, maybe you'll use that sort of thing, but you probably shouldn't. We, as mundane humans, have so many more incredible, effective, far-reaching ways to kill one another. You know, I, I think that's that's one of the things I, I don't like about that setting. I understand it's a book for kids and young adults, but I can only imagine, like, the human spirit has such a desire to crush the people we disagree with. There would have to be this whole dimension of horrific, dangerous killing spells. Things to call down meteorites from the sky, or crack the earth, or blast lava out of fissures. You know, gnarly stuff like that. So I would think, in a magically inclined world, you'd have guns as, like, the counterpoint to magic. Mm-hmm. You'd have people who say, like, yeah, you can sit there in your library and you can study wizardry for six or seven decades. (laughs) But when a dude has a gun and he's facing you down, it doesn't matter how quick your fingers are, how fast you can blurt out those magic words. One pull the trigger, you're pretty much down for the count. Yeah, this is true. So I think, if anything...
1: Maybe they'd be uh, even more... More commonplace as, as,
0: as, like, the answer to the idea that anyone you face down in the street could turn around and blast you with lightning or something, you know? That's a scary thought. Yeah, it is. Because, like, you see someone you don't quite trust on the street, someone who looks dangerous or they've been giving you the eye, you think, like, ooh, do they have a knife? Do they have a gun? Mm-hmm. And it pretty much stops there. You think, like, oh, maybe they'll just kick my ass with their bare hands. Sure, that's scary. If I had the ability to put a spell on somebody, it would have happened today, I guarantee <laughs> yeah. you. It would have happened today. <laughs> Boy, do I believe you. And... <laughs> That's the thing, though, is like, can you, can you even trust yourself not to use these powers for anything but good? Oh my god, yeah, I, you know that's
1: something I think about often. I think we've even had that conversation on the show. Like, what would you do with all, you know, ultimate power? And I think it's inevitable that you're going to, at least in my case, I would succumb to my anger, dude, and just like bring a fucking building down on top of <laughs> yes. myself, you know. <laughs> I just... When I think of myself having powers, there's only one power I ever think of having, and that's being Magneto. I mean... That is the power of
0: power. That is the power. If you had to pick one... Because, I mean, at some point, he was so powerful, he was altering, like... The magnetic properties of individual atoms, right? Like he could agitate yeah. metal until it becomes molten and such.
1: Yeah, I mean, he he was pretty much a kind of god.
0: Yeah, yeah, because everything at a sufficiently small level becomes magnetism. At what mm-hmm. point do we stop calling him Magneto and we start calling him Sir? You know?
1: <laughs> anyway, yeah.
0: magic would be dangerous. Magic, and if would we're be dangerous. assuming anyone has access to it, we have to assume that the government would do whatever it could to limit that access. Absolutely. If only to safeguard the populace. And, you know, whatever other nefarious ends, sure. But there would need to be a baseline level of restriction there, right? There'd be, like, uh, terrorists groups who are, like, doing uh, their
1: own kind of uh, sick magic. I don't know. And, you know, this is terrible, but
0: how much easier would it be, uh, as a suicide bomber, not to have to hide the explosive? Yeah, when you could walk into a building and can't some kind of spell and your body detonates, you know, it's it's just there are all kinds of horrific hidden things you could potentially do with that sort of power. So there would have to be a thorough clampdown. Yeah, for sure. And it's funny, in, in different settings, fantasy games and stuff like that, magic is often commonplace, but you can usually tell when someone is magical at a distance. Yeah. Robes, pointy hat, etc. Sure. Glowing tattoos or scars, things like that, and you think, oh, that's a spellcaster, you know? So I wonder, would it be something that shows on your person, or is it just hidden until it happens? Hmm. You know, will that homeless guy on the street yeah. corner, can he summon dragons from the core of the earth, or is he just a bum?
1: I don't know. I guess in the case of, like, you were saying, like, face scarification or anything like that, like, if, you know, if they're obviously that would be a way to tell. Sure. But, um... I don't know. I don't know. if it's, Is it something... You don't have to make known that you're holding,
0: it, carrying a gun. No, no, you don't. So I don't see why, why you have it, to. What are they going to do? Pin something to your lapel, you know? But on the other hand, But then that starts a whole another conversation. Exactly. You know, yeah, because then you're like, oh, you want to single us out? What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, round us up and eliminate us. At the other end of the the whole situation, I can't imagine a world where people who are, for lack of a better term, wizards, mm-hmm. don't want to flaunt that constantly. Would there not be that. people with tattoos of pentacles and magical runes all over their faces, wearing robes and chains and long sleeves and gloves? You people would just ham like, it up.
1: Oh yeah, hamming it up. Yeah. I thought you were saying these things are like crucial to them possessing magic. Oh, like and these I marks on about their that. face and whatnot. Maybe potentially, but um, I mean, I've even seen example or comics or a show or something where tattoos are the bearer of the power. Yeah, you know? yeah. So was
0: it, There was a, a character from X-Men who, Was that what it was? Yeah, yeah, it's weird His, I, I think if I remember reading it right It was a little odd He didn't have any powers intrinsically But there was some other mutant Whose ability was He could dis, like bestow mutation Through marking other people's bodies And he became a tattoo artist hmm. So this guy who was otherwise normal Had all these tattoos that let him perform Various crazy feats I I guess the way we've been talking, we're kind of functioning under the assumption there doesn't have to be some outward sign that you can use magic. I wouldn't think so, no. But you'd probably choose to show it off in some capacity, Uh, out of pride or arrogance.
1: I don't know, because, you know, again, that opens up the whole segregation thing. And, you know, if people who are wielding magic or anything, like I would imagine probably like the mutants are in (laughs) X-Men, you know, being shunned and having shit thrown at you you know you you might not want people to know you wield magic just I don't know, though. I I, I would think that being a uh, magician would be, like, on the same kind of scale as being, like, a doctor or a scientist. Yeah, it's it's something that would come from years of study rather than,
0: like, the genetic lottery.
1: So, you know, they might just be living in great big fucking houses. Yeah, (laughs) seriously.
0: I mean, anyone can pick up a scalpel and cut out somebody's appendix. You go to school so that you don't kill them when you do it. Right, yeah. How difficult would it be to use, I guess? That brings up the question of if it's something you have to study, because wizards are always old, right? Yeah. More or less. Typically, I mean, it's the, taking them a the best wizards are everything. ancient, you know, right. 200 years old even. So, they, so they're extending their lifespan. There's another thing to consider. This is true. What happens to the natural cycle of life and death when you can knit wounds and fix bones and live well beyond your biological years? Is there, a, is there an organization that regulates people's lifespan? Ooh, now that is something to think about. If we take magic to its logical conclusion, I think we could also assume we live in a world that is more or less without disease. It's like somebody like going say to like cosmetology school, you're
1: going to learn that one quick trait. Like maybe you could go to like the same kind of a You could go learn cosmetology spells where you just wave a wand over someone's head and, you know,
0: their hair goes to what they want or something. Your eyelids are light blue now, you know, it's less pigment and more...
1: Yeah, market in particular spells as business. Yeah. That's a good point. Didn't think about
0: Mm -hmm. that. And, you know, something else I was thinking about today and, like, in preparation for this, a lot of, like, especially video games and stuff, you've got the concept of, like, scrolls. Mm Mm-hmm. Where a wizard will write down a spell or put all the necessary glyphs and sigils and stuff on a a scroll for you. And you don't have to be magical to make use of it. The idea that a normal person, if they find a scroll that creates, you know, a big old pot of gold right there in front of them. As long as they read the scroll correctly, you know, they have access to that one time. Sure. So if that's something you can do, if you can give that sort of temporary power to people, that would probably be the way to circumvent restriction, right? Say, the government's clamping down on how much you're allowed to learn on this subject, which I guess isn't far off. I mean, how much are we allowed to know about our campaigns overseas? Yeah. about clandestine operations throughout yeah. the history of the country you know how much are we allowed to know about the president's whereabouts at any given time there's classified information mm-hmm. and i have to think the more powerful magics would fall under that uh, that umbrella then you're going to have black market dealers distributing scrolls for this that and the other oh, thing. Yeah. that's going to be something you're going to want to really fight if you can
1: so are these these like higher powers that you speak of that are kept under wraps by the you know the heads of government are are they in use by anyone or are they just kept secret I'd because say, they're so, like,
0: they're like nukes? Yeah, yeah. That was my thought is they'd be this sort of weapon of mass destruction, kind of an in extremis sort of deal. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to bring down a meteorite on somebody's country yeah. unless you absolutely have no other way to deal with it, you know. I think the, the logical conclusion of this whole thing is super binary. It's like feast or famine. It's either going to be anarchy where you've got, like, warring city-states ruled right. by particularly powerful spellcasters mm-hmm. or it's a total, absolute Orson Welles clampdown, where maybe even the common public is not aware of the use of magic, and it is restricted like solely to the higher-ups in that form of government. Right. Out of necessity and it'd be one of those things where you could center a story around like, oh, you're keeping the people down and it's like, what choice do we have, you know? Yeah. We saw what happened how it could be Kind of makes me think of like Edison Rex Yeah You know, it's like, well yeah, I did this But it kind of had to, right? I mean, that's the idea
1: Edison Rex being the uh, the villain The comic book about the Yeah, the, oh yeah, web suppose, comic
0: about. Sorry, the, that's fresh in my mind No, you're I, fine yeah. about, uh,
1: <laughs> A uh, webcomic about a villain who successfully kills the hero yeah. And then the mental after effects of what that does right. to him And
0: and the whole idea of, you know, it's like Hey, you are a walking weapon I, that We need to nip this in the bud you know right. the lesser of two evils. They're both evil. It's just mm-hmm. which one's less apocalyptic.
1: Right. Now, what about this? Is something I was thinking about too. What about who we idolize? I mean, look at the the heroes that yeah. uh, we have we've made. You know, like comic book heroes, for example, or like uh, it was like ancient Greece, like like all the all the Greek yeah. gods and stuff. You know, I would imagine that. Magic and spells would allow the, you know, the common man, if they were willing to learn, the powers that we look at and, like, have whole episodes on, like, sure. what would we do with that, you yeah. know? So, in turn, if we can wield that kind of power that we read about in comics or greater, what do we then idolize? Yeah, like, what, what, do what we becomes
0: the the next step up from what we are?
1: And I was thinking, you know, Batman would probably still be as popular just because that's kind of a testament to his greatness is the simplicity. I mean, he's just a man, you know, with money, man with money.
0: And I think Superman would still be intriguing to people Um, because it's all intrinsic. He doesn't need to cast a spell to jump 500 feet in the air.
1: Right. But uh, I think there's, yeah, I mean, I think we maybe have the same heroes
0: just elaborated Way, way bigger than anything we can do. Yeah, yeah, it'd be the next, it'd be an exponential increase, orders of magnitude more powerful, you know? Yeah. You know, it just occurred to me you and I could sit down and dedicate the remainder of our lives to unlocking the secrets of calculus, quantum engineering, you know, all of these hard science subjects, or we could say, we could stop right now and say, I'm going to med school, come hell or high water. We're doing this, that, and the other thing. Mm hmm we have the potential to do those things things that equate to real world power and success mm-hmm. they're just difficult and perhaps outside of what we are not necessarily able but willing to dedicate ourselves to sure but we don't right. do you really do you want to be a doctor no i don't want to be a doctor either no. It's a it's a fast track to success. I mean, it's mean, oh, fast you, isn't the right word. No, I am not no, like minimizing the effort to take. But I means so on a on a human scale, it's a way to become successful for mm-hmm. certain. It's a thing that's needed, that's in demand. Do you want to become a a quantum physicist? No. God, neither do I. I would rather be dead. That just sounds like the the world of quantum physics would be such a such a nightmare for me. I couldn't handle it. Right. I have to deal in absolutes cuz my brain can't handle variables. You know what right. I mean? So so we also have to imagine we'd have kind of a similar attitude if what we were allowed to know of magic suggested it was one of those lifelong pursuit kind of things. I don't know. Like, I would have to imagine, like, if you
1: do dedicate your life to magic, that there has to be, you know, like as a doctor, a doctor can't write himself prescriptions. Oh, that's true. So I, I would think that a, a sorcerer maybe wouldn't be allowed to... Cast certain spells for his own
0: benefit, like against the law or against you. his. If there's a, a way to use magic, there's got to be a magical way to restrict magic, right? Well, like your license, I guess. Like yeah. if a psychiatrist oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like
1: breaks the like pa- doctor-patient confidentiality uh, thank you, or thank something, you. yeah, then you could lose your license. Sure. So maybe there's the same kind of thing with a magician, and uh, no. I don't know. Because yeah, you're right. I would never probably take the... I, I will tell you right now, I would never take the time to become a doctor because it doesn't appeal to me. Right. Well, hospitals, I don't like to be in them, around them, no, see them. No. Why, and Why I, would I want to be one all the and time? And I wonder,
0: if we lived in a world of magic, would it seem so magical to us? I, I don't know. Because we're no. blown away by it because it's not real, you know? Well, it, it depends,
1: though. You know, again, I, I don't want to be a doctor cutting into people, but if... I could see the end game to all that hard work was the mm. f- fact that I could just wave my hands and fucking shit would appear. That might be a okay, different story. Yeah, I can see that. But again, it goes—you know—I'm sure there's limitations on the from the state and from the government again on what you're allowed to do with the magic. Yeah, you know, you can't obviously if you have the ability to conjure. Any object you want in front of you, you can't conjure up currency. You can't make oh, money. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's going to put you in federal prison right That's there. That's equivalent to
0: counterfeit, right? And now, that's another thing. What about a prison that holds people? Oh, boy. Offenders of uh Magical prison magic. would be terrifying. I can't imagine any safe way to handle that short of, like, stasis, you know, where you just lock them down magically to the point where they're not experiencing anything. They're not doing anything.
1: Put them in a so They're effectively like a, a asleep. Yeah. yeah.
0: But then do they learn their lesson, quote-unquote? Does it matter? I mean, shit. If you can live forever, so what's the punishment? I guess being stripped of your ability?
1: If someone could put me in a coma where I was dreaming happy 24-7. Oh, my God. bring it the fuck on.
0: You know, that reminds me. This this is an aside. I used to love Invader Zim back in the day. I don't know if you ever watched it. I know. I'm aware of it. I've never watched it, though. I came into it pretty late. I used to love it. And this alien guy, Zim, he's got this little boy he abducted somewhere in his lab He's got this giant screw sticking out of his head that has a smiley face on it. (laughs) It's some kind of device that's, like, jammed into the happiness center of his brain that puts him in a fantastic mood all the time. He doesn't even care that he lives in, a you know, one room. He's floating in a vat. He gets his meals once a day. And I'm like, give me that. Because it doesn't matter. If you're happy, nothing else matters. What if they still offered, like,
1: not that they was ever offered. I don't think many people had a choice when it was given to them. But what if... What if it was, like, a controlled method of, like, a frontal lobotomy?
0: Oh, boy, where you could be sort of you could, disarmed. You know, and I'm not
1: claiming I'm I'm smart <laughs> by any means. I don't think I am, but I'm definitely aware, too aware of certain things True. that I wish that I wasn't aware of. Well, there's a reason they've been saying ignorance is bliss for however long. Right. You know, you know I was never like that either until i took um psychology and sociology classes and after those classes like your perception changes on people at least mine did and probably not in a, the way it should but <laughs> it just um i don't know when you kind of get a glimpse of how you know the mind works and how they work together and yeah. then when you read this textbook stuff and then you see people
0: doing it you're like Argh! Yeah. An animal you know like yeah you recognize the the triggers and the things that yeah. make you act the way you act and you're like oh god and i'm just a collection of knee-jerk reactions to like external yeah. stuff
1: and and as um much as i love those classes like there's so been so many times like man i wish i could unlearn that stuff <laughs> yeah. just because of like how uh just what it's done you know
0: yeah there's so much shit I can't enjoy because I see how the how I see the gears turning now. Right. Like I used to play. Uh, it wasn't long, and I wasn't like a super fan. I used to play World of Warcraft with some friends of mine because we had a good time doing it. <laughs> Nerd. What? Fuck you! This is canned air. <laughs> like that's the nerdiest thing. I played World of Warcraft. Too. Yeah, yeah. We've all been there, and mm-hmm. it's fun. You know, and you wake up in the morning, you're like, "Ooh, I'm gonna level up a couple times today. Right. Maybe I can get that new item." And then you're like, man, that's the Skinner box. You're Mm -hmm. that rat who's pulling a lever to get a little food pellet, you know, and they're just really good at spreading out those pellets so that you want to keep fighting for them. And that brings me to my next point. Magic, when you're like sufficiently reductionist about it, Mm -hmm. is circumventing effort. Magic is a way to put less effort into a thing, right? Sure. So you put lots of effort into learning it for years, maybe even hundreds of years, whatever, depending on how it works. And then by the end, everything is a product of your own thought, as opposed to like, so I'm kind of undermining my own point here, where becoming a doctor is like years and years of tremendous effort, followed by even more tremendous effort. Sure. Whereas becoming a wizard, you just be like, once you're at that point, you're like, all
1: right. I think to be a doctor, you have to have a confidence about you. Oh, sure. um, That I just don't have, you know. I second-guess myself so much that I I make myself fuck up, you know?
0: Absolutely. So, um... It's the... What is it? The Dunning-Kruger effect, they call it. It's like people who are dedicated to something and and, and want to become good at it. People with talent, I guess they often say, second-guess themselves constantly. They're like, oh, this is garbage. I can't release this to the world. Whereas the people who don't have all the confidence in the world, they're like, yeah, fuck yeah. This is awesome. They spread it out. And it works, you yeah. know? That's the shitty thing.
1: I can think of examples of that. <laughs>
0: Dude. Actually, but
1: um, seriously, I would crumple under pressure. Like, I'm the, I am the—I would be the doctor that I would open the person up, and I'd be like, okay, I'm looking at the jugular right here. not I don't know why I would open up to a jugular. Right. I, don't, I don't know shit I about I think you've already <laughs> fucked up. I've <but> <laughs> <I'm> already <laughs> killed
0: someone. <laughs> okay, his jugular's open. What like, now?
1: Like, I could see it there, and then, like, Okay, that's the jugular. But is it really? Oh. Um, yeah. yes yeah, it has to be because of this and this and this. But what if you're wrong? You've had like, a decade of schooling
0: telling you, but you still...
1: Always uh, in the, my mind. And mm-hmm. it's the funniest thing because you, you see our cat situation here at, sure. at, our, at my house. We have, uh, we've got cats that cannot be in the same room with each yeah, other because yeah. they will murder each
0: other. <laughs> I've seen it almost happen. And it is...
1: Quite All literally. inspiring
0: <laughs> It is all inspiring Very so Flash of the Titans feel. When I
1: leave for work I have to I lure the two Downstairs They stay in the basement For the day And while then The one that's psychotic right. wanders the house well, Jack the Ripper runs back Right So I um you know, I in the morning after they're down there, I'll go down, I'll get visual contact, looking at them
0: both and be like <laughs> They okay. are both here. You make a note of it even.
1: I do. Yeah. I'll go up and I'll close the door, and then after that door is closed, I'll go and make sure she is in eye shot upstairs. There have been days where I'll go through this process and after it's done, I won't believe what I've seen.
0: And I've gotta start yeah. over and do the whole thing again. I've done it three times before. It's the same reason I have to hit the lock button and hear the horn three or four times when I leave my car. You yeah. know, once when I get out, again when I walk to where I'm going, and probably once I'm in the building one more time just so I'm sure it's.
1: Yeah, it's, it's. Did I lock
0: the door? Did I close the garage?
1: Leaving for work is the most stressful thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, getting magic. back to what we were talking about, magic here. Um,
0: what about warfare, dude? It'd be it'd be a hell of a thing to see, right? Because you know, with so, all the, I mean, I'm imagining
1: like a like a, a line of soldiers all armed with capes and, <laughs> yeah.
0: and, and their long stabs and wads, yeah. yeah, beards and. Is this what you're imagining? What, what I see in my head is a person in like the standard army field equipment, whatever gear they have, a little velcro patch that has like I don't know a. a Pentacle across an American flag, or something like, oh, that guy's, uh, you know, weaponized spellcasting division. Mm -hmm. They'd have some cool ass branch of the military. Yeah, yeah, there would there would have to be a branch, Mm -hmm. right? Got your army, your navy.
1: You have to also think that uh, with magic, things can be enchanted. Oh yeah, inanimate objects, guns that fire bullets that don't miss. So you could also think the same thing for. I mean, think of like a vehicle. That is designed solely to be propelled and fueled by a spell. Something that doesn't even need wheels and engine. It's just pretty much something, like a bucket that carries you. It can't be stolen.
0: If it's in the enemy's hands and they don't know your particular spell, it's no loss. I mean, you could essentially just be
1: floating through the air in a lead ball, taking on...
0: Maybe lead's not what you'd want to be And I don't know. I, I don't know what the top is. Whatever you could have like. a magical air supply inside the ball. There's Man, the mind could go crazy, couldn't yeah. it? See, that's the thing with magic is <clears throat> it's not defined by what you can do in a setting. It's defined by what you can't do. Right. You know? So maybe that's something we should consider. What are the limits of our magic in this discussion? What can't you do? Yeah. You can't become God. Right? No. You can't be omniscient. You can't be omnipotent. You're limited by the ability of the human brain to perceive. But yeah, I can you ins- can see great distances, read thoughts, things of that nature.
1: I don't know. I really don't. I, 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 I don't know. That's a good question.
0: Here's another one. What's the source? Of the magic? Mm-hmm. Is it something you just draw from the ether? Do you have to make a pact with some being?
1: Uh, well, you know, we were kind of in question about the different kinds of magic we were going to talk That's about, true. but I would think that they could all, be all coexist in a way. You know, you, there's oh, magic sure. you pull from dark places like demons, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. The occult. Um, then I don't know. I mean, would you think that magic would imply there being
0: other realms than an other dimension, other? I think, I think it would certainly imply. And we'd have the means to prove, probably. You know? We don't need a Hubble Space Telescope if we've got a sufficiently powerful wizard at NASA.
1: Would there even be a NASA? I mean, what if, like, you could, uh, I mean, look at, like, again, like Doctor Strange, like, open up one of those holes you just walk through to wherever you can imagine.
0: Do you need cars at that point? Right. Wow. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's transportation, everything. But warfare, especially. I think it would be catastrophic like on a huge scale or ooh, maybe even more covert and bizarre maybe the days of open ground warfare would be completely gone not that we do a lot of tank battling these days (laughs) but i mean line them up boys yeah it's mostly what artillery strikes and then black ops that's how things get done in 2018 what if you didn't even have to leave your own country to inflict damage on the enemy what if you could have a warehouse full of sanctioned wizards creating some kind of ritual that was causing firestorms in the Ukraine or whatever, you know? Yeah. It'd be, it'd be remote. You'd be two people standing in your towers shooting lightning at each other, you know? How many soldiers would we need on the ground? Well, we could have people changing their faces, assuming identities. Maybe the president of such and such country has been a plant from this country for ten years.
1: I'm thinking of uh, Christopher Lee's character in Lord of the Rings. uh, Yeah, in his tower, kind of like
0: the his zone of influence was huge. Yeah, you know. So how many boots would you need on the ground when you can have your boys back home? You know, plucking at the strings of
1: fate. I think the only boots on the ground would be just like it is today, the black ops, the ones that are yep. already
0: trained to get Something under... Something ...to get yeah. past the wizard's eye, you mm-hmm. know? Because that would be the ultimate weapon against a spellcaster, right? Lack of awareness. I would think so. I think you would probably function under the assumption that if a wizard sees you, you are already dead. It's not about how can I defend against this, because how can you know? It's about not being seen. They'd have to teach their black ops... Uh, magic too,
1: right? Absolutely. Defensive, probably, right. magic. Man. S- spells to also co-
0: cl- uh, cloak them to oh, blind- yeah. make them unseen. Yeah, And you know, it's funny. Something I often thought about, you see in role-playing games and books and stuff, invisibility is like a staple magical power. It's a thing that everybody always wants. I mean, what's that question? If you could fly or be invisible, which would it be? If you say you don't want to be invisible, you're a fucking liar, by the way. But it's, it's one of those things that everybody thinks about. And I'd have to imagine there'd be different ways of doing it, right? Because different settings have their own interpretation. You've got the one where you're full-on bending light, right? Nothing's hitting you. It's going around you. You are seen through completely. You've got the one where a person can't see you because their mind is being affected. So you could kind of fight one with the other, right? You've, you've got this idea that within a certain radius, you're just not... You can't be perceived, so wait, you're so you're saying like if
1: you can't actually make yourself invisible with your own magic, like you can you at the I- very influence least, yeah, the minds around you that you're not
0: there, that you're not there, yeah, and that would be even scarier, I think, because you could yeah. be a person in a crowd from half a mile away, and that means nothing if they can't identify you from within a hundred feet. You, how could you ever trust anything you saw with magic? I guess detecting it, becoming aware of it, or so, I mean. The way society would be, the way the world would be—I
1: mean, I think we're trying to make it just kind of like an overlaying shadow on what we already know. When I think what
0: we know would be change everything, it would be—it cha- would be gone. It, everything would be changed because I can only see it as the world is controlled by powerful magic, or magic has been suppressed and is a myth. Wouldn't it be wild if that's the kind of situation we're in right now? All I'm saying, we can't disprove it. <laughs> I've always—I've always thought that. I mean, I don't—not that
1: I'm. Uh, Believing in a lot of I don't know, who knows? Yeah, exactly. But with so much, uh, with it being so prominent in history, you know, not only in story but uh, you know, in real life, people being killed because of thought of as witches and whatnot. Oh man! So um, you know, what if it?
0: What if there really was a practice that just yeah. fell out of? I mean, practice? it's it's already had a, a huge tangible effect on the course of history. Mm-hmm. There's no getting around that. So. Yeah, maybe maybe we won, right? All the magic users are gone. <laughs> it worked. There's probably some long haired
1: hippie like in inhaling a shit ton of incense right oh, now, yeah, like yeah. listening to this like There what it is, is real, listen. man. Magic's real I'm man. Sending
0: you my psychic projection. <laughs> and you know, it I, I guess now's a good point to address it. Some people believe in in magical things. Magical forces, rituals that do mm-hmm. this and that. Good luck and such. We're not shitting on any of that. No, not at all. But nobody's fucking Doctor Strange, you know. So like, no, that's the,
1: no, they're not. Yeah, you know, we, everybody believes something that other people think is stupid. Sure, or doesn't don't believe in. But um, yeah, imagine. I happen to believe <clears throat> Slither is a
0: fantastic movie. Oh, dude, see, so we all disagree with something,
1: dude. So fucking good. Same, but it's the dude that brought us Guardians, and that's one of the one of the best movies I've ever you gotta seen. At least respect it. Right? All yeah, right, I give it to you. Thank
0: you. But um, what else? We what talked else? warfare. Mm-hmm. We talked, to an extent, eliminating disease. How much technology do you think we'd develop? Because when you think of magic, you think wizards and castles, right? Because your needs are essentially... Technology, yeah. Yeah. Would we need smartphones? If you can cast a little spell and send a message to your friends, you know, open up a little gateway and talk to them face-to-face. I don't know. It depends if it's easier than just hearing a little ding and
1: then looking <laughs> yeah. at a screen. You yeah. Know? It would have to almost just appear in front of your eyes no matter what you're doing. Yeah. To be more convenient than pulling your phone out of your pocket. That's true. And we're already kind
0: of getting that with like Google Glass and such.
1: I don't know. Like if there is like a uh, a kind of magic where you can actually see something that isn't there. Like I would have to think there might be like a whole magical realm. Kind of like there is the internet. Like...
0: Or you can tap into oh, and yeah. kind of a, a magical information source,
1: right? Kind right. of an
0: ether you can reach into, exactly a cloud, if you will. So uh, I don't. Oh boy, you know, oh, there's a word for that. That like I saw it in a couple of books years and years ago, but now it's become co-opted by like almost everything that deals in magic and fantasy. There's some mention of this. It's like the underlying current of magic, like the source, like mm-hmm. the thing behind the scenes spelled like w y r d i think you pronounce it weird the weird you know really? it's it's that name that's become really popular for that the cloud of magic you know the thing we all draw and put back into i see yeah
1: i forget where i was going with that i mean I'm just uh, just the, no 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 just the idea of that has my mind like shot off in a million different directions I now
0: an internet that has existed since the dawn of you know mm-hmm. human awareness privacy i think would be an issue yeah. You'd have to take some measures to keep people from scrying or... Oh, that's what location. I was going
1: to say. Like, uh, we were talking about smartphones. Uh, I was thinking about, like, social media, like Instagram or shit like that. Like, <coughs> having some kind of a magical cloud or internet that you're able to tap into, I wonder if there would be magical kinds of just basic entertainment, like social media. Sure. On a magic... in, the, in I'd that. have
0: to imagine, Yeah. Or maybe, message boards.
1: Yeah. Maybe even a
0: smartphone or a smart device that is made to tap into that realm somehow. A crystal ball of some kind. Right. Imagine a little rectangular piece of crystal that you look into and the image changes depending on what you need. That'd be hilarious in like a comic or something. I
1: mean, it kind of already is. Yeah, I mean, because that's what we've got, right? <laughs> that's what we've got. Whatever we want to see. And it just takes us press to that. A few
0: buttons or just talk to it. Yeah. And that brings it up. There's that old saying like technology of a sufficient level is indistinguishable from magic. We're very much in that time where our technology seems pretty magical. Right. I it really does. Because, I mean, you can be like mirror, mirror
1: on the wall. What's what's the weather going to do today? It's going to be 65 yeah. and sunny. And today. then Google Home <laughs> will tell you, or hell, yeah. some
0: products will put it right on the mirror for you. Right, right, My car's got a little heads-up display that shows me, it just like reflects it from the dash. And it's like, oh, thank you. And it's just a trick of the light, but it feels
1: fucking incredible, you know? Every morning before I get in the shower, I have a quick conversation with the Google
0: Home. Yeah. About what the day's like, you know? What's the news? How's yeah. the weather? You know? All it's of that pretty magical. I, I think I've started every day of my life. For like the last three years with uh like, uh, hey, Echo, how's the weather? You, you know? know? It's right. just one of those things. Just trying to think of
1: uh, uh, the different ways you could utilize the uh, the weird, the, the
0: magic superhighway. Yeah. Communication, obviously. And I would sure. have to think transportation to become like one with the ether for a split second and then rematerialize elsewhere. That's kind Ooh. of how it happens, you know? Yeah. So the question is. Ooh, you know, I'll bet that'd be really strenuous, right? To teleport yourself from here to Scotland or whatever. Right. You'd have to kind of take it out of you. I would imagine you'd have companies. There'd be a big business in, like, collections of spellcasters. People working together. Right. To uh, to share the burden of this magic in creating mass transit, you know? Right. Sort of like uh, what, would, what would become the equivalent of airlines. You'd wait in line, go to your terminal, and then a team of, like, 30 wizards would open and maintain a gateway so you can walk into shanghai or whatever sure
1: i don't know i I, i'm kind of thinking now about like harry harry potter like you know uh they train all these little wizards and send them out into the world and we get to a look at you know harry and ron and them at the end of the very last movie as kind of adults that look like they're just living average lives. Yeah, they yeah. Don't, they're not wearing big pointy fucking hats or growing the starting their beards or anything. No, you they're know, just kind of normal dudes. They look like they're leading normal domestic lives. So, you know, does uh, I don't know what that does for you. Why did you go to school of viz- wizardry? for Yeah,
0: and why didn't they teach you algebra? Knowing...
1: Yeah, I don't understand that. What what is he doing as a
0: career now with his with his time at Hogwarts? That's a good point. I think they talk about different jobs. Like some work for the Bureau, some become wand salesmen, some train breed magical creatures. But like, are those the only three jobs? You know, there've got to be bankers, accounts. There's got to be someone yeah, running and the sandwich you shop. you have
1: to like kind of stay in that realm to yeah. to do that stuff. I mean, isn't it kind of for, wasn't it forbidden for them to be using magic in the real world? Yeah, yeah,
0: they're very specific. Places so they're allowed why do to make you music?
1: learn that magic and then go back to the real world? Yeah, what's the draw? I don't get it personally, but um, I guess where I was going with that was, uh, you know, in Harry Potter, Dumbledore—is that his name? Dumbledore. Door. Excuse me. It's I don't, okay. It's it's been a long time since and I've seen okay. these things, but um, there's one old sorcerer supreme there, and about any other movie you look at, it's one or two. You know, it's you don't see yeah. a whole army of them. Mm-mm. Going back to what we were saying at the beginning, it takes a long time to get sure, that good. It would have to. So, you know, and we were also talking about comparing it to like going to school to be a doctor, or going to school for you know to be what would you say, astro like a quantum physicist, astrophysicist. You. Sure, I, you you would have to th- think that you know like where a doctor is going to school for at least eight years. A a wizard, you know, it was probably going for at least sixteen years of required school yeah. before you can scratch the, the surface. Those are the goddamn
0: basics. It's it's so a lifelong thing.
1: That dedication to, I mean, it's almost like you'd almost have to like kind of become a monk, right? I oh mean, sure, yeah, yeah, it yeah. It would be your life. It's not
0: like you're not going to get married and father a bunch of children. Yeah, because well, it's not
1: like well, Saturday night I'm casting some spells, but Sunday <laughs> night we're going to get a drink. Yeah, oh, you know, no,
0: no. Every waking moment is magic, right? And, you know, it brings me to one of my favorite concepts of there are different names for it in different games and books and stuff. Lich is a common word that gets thrown around. It's like a wizard who kind of at the end of their life goes into this panic mode. They're like, I have got so much more I need to learn, so much more I need to do, so many things I need to conquer. So they kind of bind their own soul to like an object or something. It could be like a ring or a crown. And their body just wastes away, but they're still conscious and alive, and that's their way of, like, granting themselves the time they need to learn all this stuff. Hmm. And I'd have to imagine there'd have to be a, a limitation on that kind of practice, right? So you're saying they trap their
1: presence and what they are, like, in this ring. So, like, as the body deteriorates, they, like, as a spirit, as a soul, are still fine in the realm of this yeah, ring. yeah, yeah. So what they're still like like the, the body stays
0: animate it just like rots It's like a visual so
1: once the body rots and goes away
0: then is that are you then forever stuck in that object I think you become kind of a ghostly sort of thing but the object is like your anchor point meaning what like uh you can walk around there's like a haze or you know a skeleton shambling about but if the object gets destroyed that's what kills you. It's like the Horcrux concept. But are you
1: stuck within a radius of this object?
0: Like I wouldn't think so. That's usually not how it plays out. So as a
1: as a ghostly entity, if I wanted to go to the next town over, that'd be fine. Sure. If I want to go to Connecticut, that'd be fine. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah, you'd want to make sure you, you know you're going overseas you want to have your passport ready but otherwise I imagine I'm a ghost dude where are they going <laughs> Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I don't know send them, send someone to fucking exercise your soul and then you're banished they'd have to keep me there though I'm a ghost yeah. Yeah. I'm but a what, ghost Jake what do we do with them? I don't know man you gotta find his ring it's somewhere in Ohio I, it's gonna be a long search what else are we thinking about what else we need to think of or mention
1: about political I feel like there's power. something big we're forgetting I know not that I want to get too deep into this, but I, I think of the implications the presence
0: of magic would have on thoughts of religion. Oh, yeah. Because um, religion is, is usually submission to a higher power, right? Correct. There, there are some like, more self-centered religions where you're pursuing enlightenment or whatever concept, but I think it's, it's usually all about, here is this being that is much, much greater than I. How can I please this being? Right. I'd say that's the core. But in a world where everyone can become so powerful, do you still respect those kinds of divides? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's a
1: matter of like saying like, "Oh, I'm more powerful than what I think." Is that what you're saying? Like, I don't know. I just, I just think it's it's usually like coming from a place of like arrogance. Like, I'm powerful. There'd be an that, yeah. I'm thinking more along the lines of like, okay, let's say we in fact. Boy, this is—I don't like treading on this ground <laughs> yeah. because no matter what you say, I feel like someone's going to take offense. But maybe oh, that's no. not
0: the case. We can say—I I think we can at least say about religion—is that I can see a lot of religions being opposed to the use of magic. Oh, absolutely. Because I think a lot of religion focuses a against uh, yeah. the higher power. They... A, it's like you're saying you don't trust in whatever power is the focus of your religion to take care of you and b i think a lot of religions are really focused on being humble you know that not not lusting after power mm-hmm. focusing more on being a good person than accruing lots of power and what's magic other than accruing as much power as possible right. so it seems like one of those things that a lot of religions would take like a hardline stance against sure yeah, but then you'd have
1: to think there'd be churches and religion dedicated just to the oh, magic yeah, as well. There'd
0: absolutely be a counter push where where you've got magical religions. Boy. What do they What do they worship? You know, what's yeah. what's the object of their? Well, it's again,
1: you know, the all, all magic has, like we were saying, is typically derived from some other higher power. Yeah. So that's probably what that higher power is probably what they're uh, yeah, I guess so.
0: Right? Just sort of in a different way, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know?
1: Boy, I, I hope we're still making some kind of sense. I hope <laughs> I hope people aren't like, what the fuck are they
0: talking about? Well, they knew what they were in for when we said what if. So that's on them. I'd like to This it. is true. We're yeah. at 55, though. I think that's been a, a so. good conversation. I think so. I think we were pretty thorough. I think we were.
1: Yeah. But I enjoyed that. If you guys have any uh, other thoughts or com- comments to add to this conversation, please hit us up on uh, any of our outlets, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Yeah email candarepodcasts at gmail.com we want to hear your weird stories we want to hear those weird stories as well if you have a weird strange story that uh, just leaves people scratching their heads something that's happened to you something you've experienced yeah, um, doesn't have to be ghost story can be though doesn't have to be paranormal or, or not paranormal but uh
0: Supernatural and all that. I'm thinking like UFOs. Oh yeah, extraterrestrial. (laughs) Thank
1: you, extraterrestrial. Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything. But it's welcome
0: to be. Can be. Say you saw the Jersey Devil on a picnic. Tell us about it. We want to hear about it. it. We want to hear about it. We're not here to believe or not believe you. We just want to hear the story, man. Yeah,
1: we want to hear those stories, get them on a new show. So, right. uh, let us know. this is a no-judgment no zone, I'd like to think. Yeah, let
0: us know. And uh, where can they find us, Jake? I'll tell you where they can find us. You can find us on Twitter, where we are at Pod, and Instagram, we are at Canned underscore Air. And don't forget, you can buy some fantastic merchandise, courtesy of Society6.com forward slash Pod, if you want to represent your favorite podcast by putting us on your body somewhere. Also, vinyl decals, those are my favorite.
1: There you are. And head over to candarepodcast.com where you can uh, read up on uh, current and past episodes. Uh, what else we have The Wall of Heroes Wall of Heroes Con- Contact special us on guests. there yeah. Special Special guest page uh, Yeah yeah Very proud of that Good times one. But yeah check that out And uh, yeah let us know What you think of the show uh, Did you already say Patreon No not yet Patreon.com Forward slash Pod. Go check it out uh, There's a video on there Of us uh, begging Pleading our case <laughs> uh, And uh, you can see if We'll it make it worth be. your while I think it's worth the while Absolutely I do If you're a fan of the show Then you'll definitely be worth your you while You'll be alright uh, and Candare live May 12th at the Columbus Podcast Festival at 2 p.m. So, uh, yeah, if you can get in there. I don't know if it's sold out yet or not. I don't know. I think it's getting close. And when I say that, I'm not trying to be arrogant no, to make it like just... Candare sold it out because Candare certainly did not no. sell it out. Um, but we're inside that venue that might be sold out. So we'll have to check on that. Yeah, keep an eye on But if you do go. 2pm the, in the green room Indeed. not the actual green no, room but that's <laughs> just the name of the room it is in. the name of the place <laughs> alright oh I think boy. that's going to do it for this week so yeah. until next time I'm Jeremy Collie. I'm Jake Runyon thanks for listening everyone I don't know. I mean, I guess there are spells. Um, Um, it's just such a pregnant pause. Um, two arms.
0: The Korean war has sadly been known as the forgotten war, but half a century earlier, the United States was locked in a bloody conflict in Asia. That's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex hasty, the host of Ohio versus the world